The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the HBCU Hour. It's your boy, Pooh Bear. I'm in this thing by myself tonight, so we gonna try to make this a good one. Hope we can entertain you and keep you keep you up to keep you abreast of what's going on. Um, first off, I want to say happy Mother's Day to everyone. I know we are a day behind, but I hope that everyone had a very good mother's day um hope that everyone was able to celebrate be with those loved ones and hey just uh enjoy your day man you know saying love on your people while you got them but uh we got a good one tonight man want to enjoy uh i want to say you know saying send a shout out to my boy aunt petty murphy you know what i'm saying uh was understood ain't got to be explained but uh Let's get into it, man. But before we do, want to say shout out to everybody in the chat, everybody that's watching tonight. Appreciate y'all. And uh, let's shout out to our sponsors over at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. Bet Online is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Bring me my money. All right, we are back. Uh, let's jump into it. Let's talk about a little bit of football to start this thing off. Uh, we know that the draft was uh, a couple weeks ago, and we know that there are a lot of players who signed or signed U, uh, UF, UDFAs. Uh, but one, the one player that did that was drafted, Mr. Isaiah Bolden out of Jackson State, he did sign a four-year deal with the Patriots. So congratulations with him. Uh, go out there and represent, show them, show all other thirty-one teams what they passed up on. Uh, let's do. Listen, you know, saying represent. Now switching over, he's not the only person. Morgan State's uh, Alfonso Graham, running back, uh, well, former Morgan State, 
he was very impressive in the mini camp, Ricky mini camp that he was invited to. So impressive, still assigned him to a UDFA, giving him the opportunity to possibly make a roster. So, as we said before, these players are going to come in, they're going to do their thing, and they're going to find a way to make it to a roster. So, congratulations to him. Looking forward to seeing him in in the preseason games, and hopefully he can stick, man, because. All it takes is one opportunity. That's all we've ever asked for. But uh, I do want to switch over. NIL King from Norfolk State has transferred to Elizabeth City State. Uh, If you don't know who the NIL King is, his name is Raekwon Smith. Uh, He was at Norfolk State. Uh, he and they call him the NIL King because he currently has the most, not necessarily in amounts of money, but the most NIL deals of any college athlete right now. If I'm not mistaken, that number was uh nearing 60 uh individual deals. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where we're at now with it, but he was nearing 60 NIL deals at a HBCU. So he is taking his talents to Elizabeth City State. Uh, and his NIL deals. So we look forward to seeing him do well as, uh, in his new environment. Hopefully, 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 you know what I'm saying, he can help lead them to some promising things and uh, show some other athletes how they can also get in on the NIL trade. Uh, now, moving on, man, this is this story here was actually uh, – I got mixed feelings about it, but it's a good thing, though. Let's talk about it. The Bears – the Bears have uh, basically, I guess, signed. It's not signed, but uh, Eddie George and Randy Shannon will be joining the Bears uh, as part of the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship. Um, the fellowship basically allows uh, coaches to to join a team during their uh, organized team activities, um, teaching them coaching, uh, different methods, and and uh, just giving them some pointers, opportunities. Uh, Eddie George will actually be joining uh, today, as it looks. He'll be joining for two weeks. Uh, then Randy Shannon will, well, the actual OTAs begin on the 22nd. Uh, so, of course, Eddie George will want to be in the head coach, want to get in there, uh, get what he can, and, and get the most out of it because he has to get back to the scene so he can prepare Tennessee State for this upcoming season. Um, but uh, Randy Shannon is also going to be there. So it's going to it's – it's a good look, man. Good look for the for NFL. Good look for, for HBCUs and, and college coaches. But the one thing that, that bothers me about it is while it is a, a good look for the NFL, I wonder with this diversity here, is this something that's just a let's do this, get this opportunity, get this this um this this appearance of the caring, this appearance of that we're doing so much in H, you know, saying to help HBCUs out, uh help, you know, saying the the coaches that we have. Uh if if this is indeed just a if it well, let me put it like this. If this is with the good intentions, um, we should be seeing that Rooney rule in pretty soon. We shouldn't necessarily need that. We should start seeing more head coaches and not just a, a, assistant head coaches. We all know that there are plenty of guys uh, in the coaching ranks in the NFL who 
given the opportunity, could probably do something, some real good things with these uh with these organizations and not just be filler coaches to wait till the next coach comes along that you want to give opportunity to. Uh you've got coaches who have been players or 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 been coaches or assistant coaches for decades, and then you hire, you come in and hire a guy who um you had, you admired as a player who who played for you know saying five years as a quarterback and you know saying was a great special team analyst in the uh, high school ranks or something, uh, or or you find this guy who you know you know he he just has to look. It's gotta come on, man. It's gotta stop, man. You, we we've got to see more opportunities for for other coaches. Um, Steve Wilkes has basically been a interim head coach at two different locations done very well and still isn't really getting the respect of the, of the chances he get he deserves so uh definitely definitely hoping that this uh bill walsh coaching fellowship pays off and shows some dividends uh but uh you know it's good good opportunity for the coaches but i'm not buying it right now from the nfl but the NFL isn't the only organization who uh, I got a little smoke for tonight. I want to talk to the NCAA, man. Let's talk about this. If you haven't seen, um, Benedict and Fayetteville State, or let me rephrase that, the reigning SIAC champion and the reigning CIAA champion, uh, had basically came up with a plan that they should play in week zero. Uh, the two champions from the from the two D2 HBCU leagues decided that it might be a good opportunity for them to play each other, uh, get some notoriety, and also uh, just be one of the few games that is on during that weekend. And I mean, just it would the lights would you know say on the bright lights, but the NCAA came back and squashed that idea, uh, saying no for now. Uh, the justification is that at this current time there is no precedence set for uh, D two schools to play during week zero. Behind the scenes, a little bit behind the scenes, and shout out to Mo Carter, man. Thank you for for this information. Uh, Mo Carter says that, or, or he he found where. Basically, the NCAA presidents uh, voted against it as a legislation uh, years back, uh, meaning whether D2 schools could play in week zero. They voted against that, and there was a – nobody ever, I guess, had the idea. <sighs> With that being said, and those teams not basically having that precedence, the NCAA decided to wait on it or or or, or kick the, uh, kick the can down the road, in my opinion, and decided to just you know say no because there's no policy for it. There's no again no precedence. NCAA, although I do want to give you this smoke, this doesn't all fall on you. I understand that uh, you're in a position where you kind of. You don't you you govern more than it is that you legislate because you know it's the individual schools as Dr. Cavill has al also always told us uh, they answer to the schools and then they just kind of govern according to what is asked. Uh, Dr. Cavill actually posted in here 
says that uh, the governing policy, the NCAA D2 governing policy, uh, 17.11 football and 17.32 playing rules, figure 17-2 football-24. Uh, I'm sorry, it says football dash, and it says 24 days prior to the first permissible contest or 10 days prior to the first day of classes, whichever is earlier. Uh, and then he says that uh, first contest date or date of competition Thursday preceding September 6th. So, um, yeah, I think, and I put it like this, D2 presidents, y'all got to, y'all are doing yourselves a disservice. I have always said that the week zero should be for FCS um, and smaller schools. FCS, and, and let me, because I, I know some people don't like the term smaller schools. FCS, D2 schools should get that spotlight. That should be your weekend to showcase everything you've got. Get in there. Get this rule changed. Play these games. Uh, with that being said, NCAA Although there isn't a precedence for it, there could have been a better ruling. I, I'm, maybe your hands are your hands are tied to a certain extent, but the optics of it is that you're just kicking the can down the road. We've seen this with NIL. We've seen this with uh, the transfer portal, and then later on, what's going to happen is when the schools take action or the states take action, and it starts getting going, and there's a complaint you're going to kick it over to the government, to Congress, to try to legislate for you. That's not there. That shouldn't be the place to do that. Um, come on, NCAA. That's all I got. Man. Y'all y'all got to – I don't know, man. And, and it's, a, it's a tough position because a lot of people don't – a lot of people complain about the NCAA – some of the stuff is rightfully so. The NCAA has its flaws, but 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 the NCAA is limited in their powers and limited by the schools and the institutions. But I do still think y'all got to stop kicking that can down the road. Now let's move on to a little baseball. All right, in baseball, man, we had a, a great weekend in the swag. Um, Great football. FAMU. Uh, FAMU was looking like they were about to get swept this weekend by Bethune. Uh, but then they got a walk-off win in the 10th inning of the last game of that series to avoid the sweep. Uh, Alabama and them wasn't so lucky. Alabama State swept. Uh, I think the game started off close in game one, but it wasn't – the rest of them, you know, yeah. Wasn't looking too good for AM, but uh, Alabama State gets the sweep in that series. Jackson State, they won the series against Mississippi Valley State. Grambling won, took the series against UAPB. Texas Southern took the series from Prairie View. Southern took two out of three from Alcorn. And um, yeah, um, trying to see what I'm missing. I'm missing one. I think I'm missing a series. Uh, but Dillard, they now know their fate after winning the GCAC. They are now the number five seed in the national tourney. They'll take on the number four seed. So best wishes to Dillard. Um, 
on their journey. Wishing you guys, you know, saying the most luck and, and represent you already making us proud. So first year of existence. Now to the to the championship of the uh black college world series that was played in Montgomery, Florida Memorial has entered their names into the record book. Congratulations to Florida Memorial on winning this, the 2023 Black College World Series. And it wasn't an easy fate. I mean, an easy task. Florida Memorial basically took on, um, and it's slipping my mind, just that fast, uh, Albany State. There we go. Uh, Florida Memorial took on Albany State. In a what was is what was described as a marathon. Uh they could have had two two games in 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 an extra inning game. Uh they went 19, ladies and gentlemen. The game was five hours and four minutes, or five hours and four plus uh minutes long. Whew. The score, final score was five to four. Well, Florida Memorial came out. Shut it down in the in the bottom of the uh bottom of the nineteenth with a picture. It was a freshman on the mound. Uh, Kevin, uh, I'm gonna mess his name up. I, I do apologize, Kevin Feliciano. Uh, came in, struck out the last batter, and uh, ended the game. So, congratulations to Florida Memorial on your first uh championship in the black college world series i think it's a great event looking forward to seeing more of it uh i do hope that we need to get this thing televised just putting it out there it's something we always talk about we need to get this thing televised all right uh softball side congratulations in, to north carolina central on winning the MEAC softball tournament uh they will be headed to Athens, Georgia to play in that regional. Uh, congratulations, North Carolina Central. Best luck in that regional. Uh, Prayer View. They get the win in the SWAC. Get the SWAC softball tournament back-to-back years. Congratulations to Prayer View. They're headed to Baton Rouge. Uh, they will be taking on LSU. I think in the first game, I think they're the fourth seed. They'll be taking on LSU. But best of luck to Prayer View as well as they take on that venture um congratulations both teams both squads we'll keep y'all you know saying keep pulling for you guys um and 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 hope the best with that now to my last story of the night uh howard's women's track team howard's women track team uh took home the meac outdoor track championship Congratulations to them. If I'm not mistaken, that was a clean sweep for them because that means they won the indoor and the outdoor. So congratulations to Howard. Continuing to improve upon those successes uh, with those lucrative deals that those guys have over there. And best of luck as they continue. And we finally, I do want to report, we did, I finally did find find out. Uh, they did come up as runner-ups in the uh, rugby uh so congratulations to them for making it as far as they did and looking forward to seeing more of them. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, that said, I know it was a quick one. We kind of had to get up out of here. Uh, 
really, really wanted to just come bring some news, talk a little bit with you guys. Uh, but we'll be back on Thursday, I do believe. Uh, know what we're going to do, but we're going to bring something to you. Apologize for the short show, but things got to get done. With that being said, we'll be back. And like that, we are out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.